Hello, beautiful queens, and join me as we open up conversations that help women walk through difficult transitions and inner healing while unleashing the potential that God has placed within all of us to become untamed and unchained. In each episode, you'll get the tools and resources to create the change in your life that you desire as you unleash your vision, your gifts, and your voice and your confidence to live the life of your dreams. I give my listeners and clients love and support. However, I do take the direct approach and we cut out that BS in your life. So instead of playing small, you can create big leaps into your life. Now let's dive into this episode. Hello, Queens. Today, I am going to talk about a topic that absolutely changed my life, transformed, and took it into a direction in my walk with God that I kept hitting a brick wall with for the longest time. And I get a lot of questions on this. And one of the biggest things that I find, and I believe I did this myself as well. Um, It's just when we see this from the outside looking in, we notice that a little bit differently is sometimes the answers can seem too simple. And so when you've experienced a lot of trauma in your life and you've gone through a lot of different things and you've been in survival, fight and flight mode, When somebody gives us simple instructions, what to do, how to do something, the brain will automatically try to override that and overcomplicate it because simple can feel scary. Um, Because for something to be, oh my goodness, for something to make sense to our mind, complicated feels familiar to us. And while the brain is naturally designed to keep you safe, if you're, if you've got a lot of trauma in you, it is an overdrive and your brain is like an FBI agent. Your subconscious mind will come in. And we also have the analytical side of our brain that will actually just detect is there danger anywhere in any type of situation. And sometimes what is actually healthy for your life can feel really dangerous to your nervous system. And so that's what I want to talk to you today about. I want to share with you of healing your nervous system. What are some of the things that you can do to heal it and how to trust in the journey of healing it and why you might resist doing some of the things because of the way that your nervous system has been wired. So for example, if you have li- if you grew up in an intense environment um, where emotions were unstable, where the, the household was unstable, maybe if like I'm gonna give an example for me, um, something that you would think would so I'm just gonna backtrack for a second. Um, something that in my life for something to be consistent in my life has actually triggered me at a very high level because I was always familiar with things not being consistent. And so in the household that I grew up in, my mom had a lot of like, she had, she had a big battle with different pills that they put her on because she had depression and she had, um, 
I would say she had a touch of bipolar. And so sometimes a medication would work. Sometimes it wouldn't work. But the thing is, is me as a child, it would, I would never know if it was working or not. And in my childlike brain, my childlike brain had to become an adult overnight. Practically, I began to survive at a very young age to learn how to regulate her emotions. The world revolved around her and it's not, this isn't, here's the thing is what I want to say is we all become adults where there's a time and a place to take personal responsibility of our life. And it has nothing to do with our parents. It has nothing to do with being like the victim. It has nothing to do with doing the blame game. It is actually looking at your situation is actually looking at your life. It's actually looking at your journey and looking at what it was and what became your coping mechanisms and and how you dealt with life and how to understand yourself at a deeper level. And also the way that you have become conditioned, because as you walk with God, God is going to strip those false identities from you. And when we don't understand what is going on, not that we always have to understand, but if we don't understand ourselves, we will resist and we will fight And something that God is trying to break us free from and wants to lead us into freedom. We might actually continuously self-sabotage because we feel threatened or frightened in our nervous system because it doesn't feel safe. You don't feel safe to trust. You don't feel safe to surrender. And I love talking about this because I feel like in the churches, this isn't something that gets taught about a lot um, for several different reasons. But this is why I'm going to bring it to the table is because especially women will not surrender if their body does not feel safe to surrender. So you can sit here and you can pound it in my head all day long of like surrendering. And while surrendering begins with a choice in the mind, if our nervous system doesn't feel safe to open up and embody that it's safe for you to surrender, you're going to keep going in vicious circle because there's going to be a disconnect and your body will always lead your emotions and the the mind follows. And so it's when you melt the body and the mind together and you become aligned with where God is taking you. um, And yes, you're going to experience things. However, it's just creating that deep, intimate relationship with God and getting to know the father's heart. And in the world that we live in, everything is so hyping and everything is so conditioned and you're constantly being bombarded with so much information and being overstimulated as well. And then your mind just runs off of those things. So first you have your childhood, the way that you grew up, the way that you were conditioned, and now you have society and wherever else that you're plugged into that is just completely overriding and you are could be most likely in survival. If you're struggling like with health issues or you feel disconnected or you feel in a fog or you have a lot of anxiety or you feel like you you're just going in circle and and you have like the busyness overload or you feel like you're running behind in life or you feel like you just can't move forward or you can even feel alone. You might feel extremely lonely on the inside of you, but you have a very busy life going on out on the outside of you. If you, a really, really big sign is if you don't have the ability to actually sit still and your mind feels and your body feels safe for you to actually literally just sit still and do nothing, that's a really big sign that your body is in fight or flight zone. And so 
some of the ways and some of the steps of healing your nervous system so that you can relax and so that you can receive because women are meant to receive. And the thing is that God is always wanting to bless you and give you more than what you can ever think, dream, or imagine. And I kind of don't like that saying, cause it sounds a little bit cliche, but I say that because, um, really in the state of mind that you, and this is why I also love like the healing journey and all the things, because it opens you up to so much bigger of who God is and something the other day that was downloaded to me when I was in prayer was that most are not scared. Like I just felt God reveal this to me of like, they're not scared of people are not scared of being in bondage. They're scared of the intensity of the love that Jesus Christ has for you. And because it's love that wrecks your world, it's love that splits the heart wide open. It's the love that goes to the depths and the measures of your soul and cracks you open in ways and places that you never knew. It's the love that has you release control of the outcomes. It's the love that has you just let go of what you always thought was and and open yourself up to what could be. It's love that requires surrender. And it's also love that exposes the lies and releasing the part of you doing all the things in order to receive something. Like nothing that you and I can ever do in this life is worthy of the love that we have received from Jesus Christ. Isn't that so beautiful? Like you are so chosen. You are so loved. You are so held. You are so adored. And it's just this beautiful journey. And you would think that, you know, most humans would be afraid of pain. And we think we're afraid of pain because we will avoid pain at all levels. But what you're actually doing is when situations come close to a pain that you have on the inside of yourself, you actually do whatever it takes to avoid experiencing that pain again, which only recreates the pain actually. So it's not pain. It's not bondage. It's not shame, guilt, and some of those things that people are actually fearing. It's actually the freedom and the fierceness and the intensity of the love of Christ. So soak that in for a moment. And now we're going to go in and I'm going to give you some different ways to heal your nervous system. Um, so fun fact about me, I did share, you know, I grew up in a household that was very intense. I was, what was never developed on the inside of me was what, what are, what are my emotions saying? What am I feeling? What am I experiencing? Because I grew up where in my brain, I learned that it is only safe when I put other people's needs first, when I learn how to monitor the household, because I don't know what my mom's going to need when I come home from school. You know, does she, is she going to be happy? Is she going to be sad? Does she need a change of medication? And are we going to have to take her into the doctors? What does like all of those things. And so for me, for somebody to ask me, what do you want? What do you need? That was never a question that came up for me. And so I just learned to avoid myself in those areas and those in the depths of that, then also growing up in the religion that I did. So if you grew, if you grow up in a hardcore religion, you're not asked what you think you are told how to think and religion 
is motivated out of three pillars. It's motivated through guilt, shame, and fear. It's driven hardcore through those three things. And so what you most likely learn when you're, if you're, if you grew up in that, you got conditioned to self-sacrifice, you got conditioned that it's selfish for you to even pour into yourself for you to know yourself. And you're coming from scarcity, you're coming from lack, because God is overflowing and abundant. And so when you learn how to, and you begin to embody, and you begin to embrace, and you begin to heal your nervous system, you also begin to experience God in ways that you never have before. And his love will overflow through you, to you, or to you and through you into others without you even saying a word. And people will feel you. And this is where I think it's a little bit funny because in the Christianese department, people can be like, well, energy is woo-woo. Well, what is woo-woo is the fact that you won't even look at energy because we are spiritual beings and people feel people. Jesus said, only use words when necessary. So you can you can quote the whole Bible and you can speak all the scriptures. You can go to church and do all the things every Sunday, but if you're not in love, you are bankrupt. There's a song, King King and Country sings a song about it. And that's why you're not seeing the change in your life. That's why you're not having the impact that you desire to have because people can tell if you're coming from your head versus coming from your heart. You are a representation of Jesus Christ. And you get to show that. Do you go in the gas station? Do you go into the grocery store? Wherever that is in your home, like Mother Teresa always said, if you want to change the world, begin in your own home. Example, I have three children. So something that God continuously works on me is if you're not walking it and talking it in your own household, then I'm not going to let you go out in the world and create a change or an impact because the, the change and the impact, the biggest one that you'll ever create is in your own bloodline, in your own family. And thank you. I serve such a loving father who knows my heart's desire is sometimes bigger than I even do to know that it is always my heart that my, that I do, that I'm living that in my own home with my children. Now saying that I am not perfect. My goodness. I am a glorious hot mess express ride on a roller coaster many times. But that's the thing. And that's the beauty is the raw and the realness that we get to have in our relationship. And so in all of that to be said of, um, that is a big chunk. That is what is missing. I see in the body of Christ is people are bound in fear. They're in their head and they're missing it by the six inch gap. They're like, I know these things. However, why am I not experiencing a different something in my life? Like, why am I not connecting deeper? Why am I not, why am I not seeing the changes that I desire to see? Well, because your body is holding on to a whole bunch of emotions. Cause when as a child and, or, you know, as you grew up, your nervous system and your cells hold, hold memories, which are emotions of past experiences. And so when something happens, you can be unaware, but you're most likely going to be aware because you're listening to this podcast now that sometimes you will notice that you respond or react to something, or like we say, have self-sabotaging habits in your life because you're diverting yourself, your nervous system so wonderfully and beautifully created will actually divert you from that pain and you will do something to avoid it. 
Okay. So for example, I'm going to give an example in my life. Creating my coaching business is very, very different than when I had a cleaning business. When I had a cleaning business, I was physically working really, really hard. I could make shit happen. I saw the transformation. I was kind of in control because I was doing, I was grooving, I was moving. And I was like, had the instant dopamine hits. Okay. I saw the instant results. That's why I loved cleaning because it was like in and out. You got the money and you built from there. And then it was also like an ego booster because it was like, ha ha, like I did all of this. Okay. So now let's go over to me building a coaching business. Completely opposite. Um, you don't have instant results and it is pouring a lot of my heart and soul into my business and whatever is happening in with inside of myself, understand that when I work with my clients, the more that I allow God to work in me, the greater I can do through God in my clients. And so also with that being said, in my coaching business, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things where it's, yes, the beauty, I can work at anywhere. I can work at the airport. I can work at Panera. I can work at, in California. I can work at, in Texas. I can work at, in Florida. I can travel the world with this business. I can do it anywhere, but let's just give a little bit of real life right here. My body and my nervous system, like my nervous system in my brain, didn't know how to feel safe to actually sit down and like put things together for my coaching business. Cause there's a lot of paperwork that goes involved into it. There's a lot of vulnerability that goes into it. There's a lot of creating structure. So there's flow, but it required me to actually sit down and do this. And I would procrastinate and I would avoid because it was uncomfortable. What I was actually avoiding was the discomfort of feeling like I'm not enough. I'm not accomplishing what I truly desire because I wasn't having the instant dopamine hits. My body was craving that. My body was craving to feel in control because that is all I grew up on was doing, 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 doing. So I felt like I was failing when I would sit down for two hours and work my business because when you're working your business, if you're in the business world, it's never ending. And so it was an identity issue that I was dealing with, which I knew it in my brain, but I would like, my body would just want to go do other things because I wanted to avoid the discomfort of what I was feeling inside of myself. If I'm failing, I'm not enough. If I'm just sitting here working my business, not looking at the greater picture if I am working my business, I am creating something huge and I am in my purpose and I am in my passion, which is beautiful. But my nervous system didn't know that. All my nervous system knew was it's not safe if I just sit and work because if I just sit and I focus on one thing and my brain is not scanning life to make sure there's not danger, then something bad is going to happen because that's, remember me going back as a child, I always had to scan wherever I was because it might not have felt safe in the household that I was because of the intense atmosphere was always going up and down and it was so chaotic. So for me to begin to experience being consistent with that or having consistency in my life at a different level felt unsafe and I wanted to self-sabotage. So 
how do you train your body and also in relationships? That's another one, even like with my kids in relationships that with my friends and stuff, learning how to be present, learning how to walk with them, learning how to be with them, learning how to simply be okay with the fact that what God has placed with inside of me is enough as a person without trying to do something for them. Because have you ever just had where you just wanted somebody to actually sit with you and walk some things through with you and just listen? It's like one of the most beautiful gifts. Well, that was why I had a disconnect in a lot of my relationships and how I transformed a big portion of my relationships this past year. And you might think, oh, I don't do that. But I just want to ask you, when was the last time you actually sat with something, someone who was going through intense pain and you felt like you were enough to just be there with them and hold them in a place and space of love, not try to fix them, not try to do something for them, but that you actually just allowed the Holy Spirit in you to do what the Holy Spirit wanted to do. And sometimes that is just hold the space in place for them. This is why a lot of times when people go through grief, people will avoid walking with that person because the intensity of the pain, they don't know what to do with it because you only have the ability to connect with people to the extent that you connect with yourself. And you can actually be very disconnected with yourself and not even be aware of it. Trust me. I know because I have walked it until the Lord sat me down and showed me all of the ways that I was avoiding myself by being busy. And then the Lord went, let's downshift, you know, and like with a truck, you downshift as you're driving. He's like, let's downshift your life more and more and more. And I became very, very, very aware of just how much I was still being my own God and still moving at the speed of lightning where God, that is not what God wanted from me. And God had placed on my heart for three years, be still and know that I am God. And my smart ass self in the beginning, when God kept putting that verse on my heart, I was like, well, I already know, be still, know that I am God. Like there's things that I'm not doing and I'm being still to give this to you. And I got really frustrated and very annoyed that how often I prayed and God kept giving me that verse. Well, I finally began to understand because it became alive in my soul was, and I asked God, I was like, help me understand what you're trying to teach me and show me here was, I actually didn't know how to be still in the presence of God and let God be God and let God show me who he is and show me who he, show me who he created me to be in a very deep divine way. And the reason that I didn't know how to do that or could do that was because my brain didn't shut up. My body didn't shut up because my brain and my body didn't feel safe to do so because I had to be on alert. So bringing it together all in a beautiful package here of how to begin to heal your nervous system. Number one, find somebody to work with because you will not heal your nervous system by yourself. There's no way around it because you need people that hold you in love that already have healed in those areas that know how to help and navigate you through it. You're not meant to do life alone. 
and God will send people into your life to help you and walk with you to get you where he's wanting you to take you. So find somebody like, is that me? Or is that a coach that, you know, somewhere else is that a therapist, whatever. But if you're just doing talk therapy, you're not going to see the change that you want. That can actually be damaging psychologically if you're constantly just doing talk therapy without the tools that you really need, because that's just literally going in a vicious circle and continuing to talk about things that it's not taking you out of the loop. And our brain, it has neural pathways where that's where the renewing of the mind and creating those new neural pathways. So find somebody. The second thing is, is, Begin to focus on your breathing, begin to focus on connecting with yourself. Like if you, if your body feels tense, if you, if you can, cause you're going to, now that you know this stuff, you're going to start becoming aware. If you feel tense, take some deep breaths. Cause a lot of times you're just breathing to stay alive. And again, I say this, this is so simple and your brain is going to want to execute it and want to say, well, really, what is breathing going to do? Like I, I need a whole like book of things of how to actually heal my nervous system. Trust me, the sooner you can release the control and the sooner that you can just simply receive that it's the simple things, the more your nervous system is going to heal. So connecting with your breath, coming home. And just focus on your breathing. The second one that I'm going to share is what I love to call heart hugs is literally placing your hand on your heart and closing your eyes unless you're driving. Of course, that's not a wise idea, but you know, sometimes we can be like, well, I can't close my eyes. You can go to the bathroom by yourself and you can actually close your eyes and you can sit on the toilet. If you feel yourself going into like an anxiety or you just feel yourself like you need to come back to yourself, place your hand on your heart and just tell yourself, I am loved, I am chosen and I am enough and feel the beating of your heart and just thank God for being there with you. Okay, so another one is journaling. (laughs) And something fun fact that I just recently learned is because I have gone in and out of seasons of journaling and I am in a season of journaling again and being very honest, I didn't want to journal. I didn't feel like journaling, which was the very reason that I needed to journal. And because I have such amazing mentors and I have such amazing coaches in my life, my one coach, she looked at me and she's like, well, when you actually journal, what you're doing is you're connecting yourself physically and emotionally. And a lot of times when we're not wanting to journal, what we're doing is we're avoiding ourselves. Like I had talked about earlier, you're avoiding that pain or that discomfort. But the beauty is when you journal, you're actually honoring yourself. You're actually respecting your own emotions and you're actually taking the time to sit with yourself and write it out. Because when you write it out, what's going to happen is answers are going to come out and you're going to start seeing some things and you're going to see a lot of hunk of junk shit that is going on on the inside of you that is actually not healthy at all. And you're going to see some patterns and all of that. So you don't have to journal for hours. You don't even have to journal for 15 minutes. You can journal for five minutes. And another bonus trick that she shared with me was she said, if you don't feel like journaling, just honor the fact that you even don't feel like doing it. Because a lot of times when we 
when we honor ourselves in that way, because we were acknowledging what we're feeling at the time, then the emotion releases and then you release the resistance. Okay. So number four, get your booty out in nature. Get your feet in the ground. Yes. Barefoot. Get your bare feet in the dirt, in the ground, becoming grounded, going out in nature, get rid of the phone, everything, have no agenda, just go out and just allow yourself to breathe and to think, don't judge yourself, don't think of certain things on purpose, just become aware, because when you are in nature and you are in the presence of all of God's perfect creation, it takes you to places and spaces that you normally won't go because you don't have the noise of the world around you. Plus nature is very, very, very healing. So start out small. If you can't do big ones, keep it simple. That's fine. Next one is taking a shower or a bubble bath. So when you take a shower, you can always visualize the world the shower is washing away the stress and the anxieties, whatever your emotions are, and just letting it all wash off of you. Water is very healing. Taking a bubble bath is actually being held. And a lot of times as women, we are in masculine doing a lot of different things. And in order for us to come home and feel safe to our heart and actually connect with ourselves, we need to, we get to release and allow ourselves to be held. And one of those ways is if you actually just take a bubble bath and you just sit in the water and you just soak and you just let all the stress and the worries be released from within your, within your nervous system and you just let it go. Another nerve, another way of healing your nervous system is to dance it out. Like when you actually move your body, because your hips hold a lot of trauma, there's a lot of different places and spaces that your body actually holds emotions. So I'm going to share, like when I lost my mom, I got a lot of knee pain. And because I know my body so well, and my kids were cracking jokes, they're like, oh, you're just getting old. And I'm like, yeah, 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 bullshit. Um and then, you know, several people were like, well, you clean houses. It's fine. And I'm like, that is not what is going on. This happened after I lost my mom. So this tells me my knees are holding emotions. And so recently I traveled and I ended up going to a chiropractor and he told me the emotions that were being held in my knee because he's a holistic doctor. He is on this. He was on the same page as I was. And when I'm telling that, when you guys pray for things, God is so detailed. He will show up in all the different ways. Just understand that keeping your mind open to how God is going to answer is really important, which is also why it's important to heal your nervous system. So you feel safe to step into the unknown of what God has for you. So it was just crazy how I actually connected with this chiropractor. We were speaking the same languages of the nervous system in the body of how it holds emotions. And he was saying like that the knees actually hold anger and intimacy. And, um, 
you know, my mom, very intimate relationship, even though we had the relationship that we did, she's still my mother. So I was like, that makes sense. But I was like, as far as like anger at first, I was kind of like, I don't feel like my body is holding a whole lot of anger. Like, I don't feel like, but then because of, I know myself, I was like, what's let's do, you know, let's self-reflect here. And I asked God, I asked God to reveal to me, do I have anger in me? And um, God revealed very clearly because he allows what happened was I had several situations happen in my life that triggered me to the highest core that angered me so badly. I mean, when I say, when you pray, the Lord delivers and he will use people to do so. And in all of that, I had so much anger in the way that I released the anger was not through dancing. Hence what I said about dancing, because like that is very important, but I'm bringing this over here of movement of the body of, for me, it was actually, I had to, for me to release the anger was I actually had to scream it out. And sometimes you have to find different ways how to release certain emotions. Um, sometimes it's actually smashing things, hitting things, not humans. Okay. But um, don't put it in a box because sometimes the way that you express and have to release your emotions is not in this glorious, wonderful way. Sometimes it's not through journaling or just taking a nice little walk in nature. Sometimes it's screaming it out so loud till you have tears running down your cheeks and you are crying because you can't scream anymore. Sometimes it's smashing things. As I'm sitting here, I'm looking out my window of the carved pumpkins and I was joking while back because I saw this whole TikTok where it was like smashing pumpkins. And I was like, oh my gosh, I found a new way to release anger. So whatever yours is, whatever you find that is yours here where I live, there's also a place called Rage Room where you get to go like throw things, smash things, huge, huge release, like very, very, very therapeutic, learning how to move your body. That's an expression. It's a releasing of the emotion. So and another way to heal your nervous system, I'm not even sure to be honest, what number I'm on. I feel like I'm on six or seven is to look at your emotion, um, healing your, when you look at your emotion and you actually acknowledge it and you're like, okay, I am feeling, I'm going to give you an example. I am feeling angry right now. What does this anger look like? Does it look black? Does it look blue? Does it look red? What's the shape of it? And what is this anger telling you? Because there's a difference between emotions and feelings. Feelings have a story wrapped around it. And emotions is like happy, sad, love, joy, peace, all those things. You can feel sad and have an emotion or have a feeling of sadness because there's a whole story that's wrapped around it. So what is this emotion teaching you? What is, what is it telling you? Is that a truth? Another way to heal your nervous system is to actually go walk by the, if you have the ocean or go by the river, because it's the flowing of water. It just is soothing to the nervous system. If you're like me, you don't live by the ocean. Or it gets cold, so you don't want to go walk by the river. You can always use sound. Uh, like we live in the glorious world of like YouTube. You can put on the sound and actually just sit still 
and just let that sound flow through you in your mind, in your body, and just learn how to get quiet. Okay. So number eight or number nine, whatever we're on this one is also like, all of these are so, so important. I'm like literally handing you golden nuggets today, how to heal your nervous system, how to have fun, how to be creative and how to go on an adventure of implementing. Don't implement these all at once. Don't over like overdo it. This is not about achieving. This is about learning what works for you and what is right for you. It's a process. It's a journey, just like nature. If you want to understand if you're going too fast in your life, how to slow down is look at nature. Nature takes its time. Nature takes its course. God was teaching us something with nature. So is get away from all electronics, learn how to litter. Don't even be in the same room, put your phone in a different room, laptops, no noise, no TV, nothing. How are you ever going to hear from God if you're always having noise in your life? We consume so much noise and so much information in today's world that our minds are not even designed to keep up with it, let alone the nervous system. It can also feel very scary when we release all of those things because we have gotten so conditioned that for us to be in silence can feel like our pretty cute little overachievers are ne neglecting something that needs to be done. So taking that time to be in silence and just not a book, not a nothing, light a candle, sit in silence and ask God, reveal yourself to me. Show me who you are. Show me who I am in you. Those are all of the different ways. There's more ways than that, but I don't want to overload. I don't want to overdump because I've given you so many today that feel so simple, but they work so much. I have, I implement them in my life. I use them. They have completely transformed my whole nervous system, completely transformed my whole life. It is what had me step into so many unknowns this year, take so many sloppy, crazy leaps of faith because I knew how to, my nervous system felt safe to open up and to receive what God has for me, to receive, to trust because God is holding me. He's got me. But before that, I could never experience or feel that because I never felt that with my father on this earth. So why would I feel that with my heavenly father? And this is another area that gets to be a little cutesy and cliche too, because a lot of Christianese, again, people don't like to admit that. But what I'm going to say is subconsciously, you view God the way, the same way as your relationship with your most intimate people growing up. If that was your mother, if that was your father, if it was both, if it was one, whatever those stories are, that is actually also subconsciously what is going on with God. And it's not about shaming or guilting yourself. It's allowing yourself to go on a journey of how do I actually see God? Where am I holding myself back? What is my belief system? 
And how, like, how can I receive and open myself up to receive the love that God has for me so that I can walk in my calling and my purpose? So I can do the things that God has called me to do because it is through love that you are transformed. It is through love that you will go out and you will do the things that God is calling you to do. And so with all of that being said, Go on this beautiful, glorious journey. It'll be messy. You'll go up and you'll go down and you'll go all, all around and be prepared for God to send people into your life that might trigger the shit out of you, that might show you some of your deepest wounds. Because remember the people, when people come into your life and you get triggered as actually a mirror of things that are going on on the inside of you, that can be a hardcore nugget to swallow because sometimes it's like, well, they did this. They did. That's absolutely true. What is going on on the inside of you? What are you experiencing? What are you feeling? And the only way that we're going to know, know those things and experience those things and have the transformation is when we actually walk through the things and it's people that are going to trigger us. And then it's also people that are going to pull you up and hold you and walk with you and love you and nourish you and nurture you because you need all different dynamics. So... That being said, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Leave me a review that helps incredibly because the podcast is literally my way of serving. It's literally my gift to giving because podcasts are the very thing that changed my life. And by you giving a review absolutely matters. Also, when you message me on Instagram, I do respond to messages. I love hearing from each and every one of you. And one little side note before I leave that... Um, if you, I do have my organization business going, it doesn't matter where you live in the world. If you have just moved into your home or if you just really want to like transform your life and you're like, one of the ways that I want to do this is to organize my place and space so I can release all the noise of all the woods and shoulds that I need to do, then let me know because my organization business is growing. I am taking new clients. I am traveling all over the place. I am loving what I do helping humans show up more powerfully and be better and just create that change in your life so you don't have to worry about getting all of your stuff together you have enough and so you can focus on you and doing you thank you so much for tuning in to unchained and untamed i'm confident that you received exactly what you require to unleash your potential and unapologetically own your feminine heart and soul and be the woman that god has created you to be it's time to take the next step on your transformational journey apply what you've learned and know that i am here to support you every step of the way i'd love to hear what your biggest shifts and ahas were that you received from this podcast. So make sure to shoot me a message and follow me on Instagram at Schrock underscore Leona. See you there.